Welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. Spiritual musings, sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. Hello, Tracy. Hi. How are you? Hi. Oh, this is so much fun, isn't it? So much fun. It is actually really fun getting to be back and getting to do this podcast again, but getting to do it via distance has been challenging. It has, especially with the um, shit show of a of an of a network of a Wi-Fi network and and telephone network that I have where <laughs> I live. You're in such a black hole to begin with, I feel, and then you with all your electrical sort of disturbances that you tend to, well, tends to follow you around. It's just another layer of challenge, but I kind of find it entertaining. <laughs> I don't. If I'm honest. I find it extremely <laughs> frustrating and um, yeah. oh, it just is what it is. But I think I said it last time, I just get embarrassed or I get kind of like, hmm, there's nothing I can do about it. No. But it's pretty cute because you're sitting in your wardrobe, <laughs> which is not like a tiny wardrobe, but it is a bit of a luxe wardrobe. Mm. But it is a wardrobe nonetheless that you're sitting in right now and we're FaceTiming. So we can see each other, mm-hmm. but we're recording our voices on separate audio tracks. We are. So that Maddie Matt can mash it all together and hopefully, um, you know, release it for a podcast. Can so you we'll Im- see how we go. Can you imagine if we didn't have Matt? We, no, we'd well, be there wouldn't up be a podcast. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> true. <laughs> this yeah. is very true. It's been fun. Mm. So as we're saying that, um, well, we are going to riff around a bit, I reckon, if you'd be happy to do so, because this whole COVID palaver obviously is not going away and um, there's homeschool for some and there's just a bit of a patience, acceptance battle maybe for others and everything that COVID is bringing, so... I don't know. I think we'll just riff around a bit. What do you reckon? Sounds good. I know that you like to um, deliver our listeners each week with something to lift their vibe and and make them feel good uh, and be something that is joyful to them for them to listen to, not always just educational and um, deep. So I'm here for it. I am here for it because if I'm being honest, my brain mm. has probably turned slightly mushy. Just just a tiny bit, just a little bit mushy. I think that's fair. Because I think mushy brain is a common thing right now. I don't know because there are some people out there that are learning French and German. <laughs> <laughs> like if you are a listener out there who is learning a language, I want to hear from you. Actually, no, I don't want to hear from you. You can... <laughs> Or a musical instrument. Just before we hit record, I was telling Tracy about a little bit of a common theme. I don't know if it's just my common theme or if anybody else can relate, but it's a little bit of a dance with the old shame trigger about 
being gifted all this extra time with our beautiful family because we're home and currently where we are we're in lockdown and have been for a while and you know you see all this sort of insightful or meant to be motivating um you know, information saying, you know, use this time with your family and really appreciate it. And of course you do, but I'm not going to lie. I'm going to run for the hills as soon as my husband gets home from work and just, you know, need that time to breathe and just get away. And I I do think that's normal as well. Um, But yeah, there's these people saying, you know, learn a language, do this, do that, do the other, be productive. But what if you just want to be a couch potato some days and and not feel bad about that? Yeah. (laughs) And hide from your children in the cupboard of need. (laughs) I'm not saying who that person is, but, you know, without feeling bad, that's the thing about it. Like just, just owning it and going, yep, I did that. And I'm not even sorry. I didn't learn French in the cupboard of need. It was just me. Rocking <laughs> and drinking and eating. <laughs> There's liquor in that cupboard. <laughs> and probably some food stashed there somewhere. 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 Um, yeah, and I mean, it's on that too, like in the whole like spend time with your children thing, like does anyone else have teenage children that don't want to spend time with me? <laughs> they don't want to. It's we like on a Sunday afternoon we've been playing Monopoly as a family and it's been so much fun and it's brought so much joy. Aside from that, though, they don't want to have anything to do with me. So (laughs) there goes that idea to spend time with my children because they're not interested. That's standard, isn't it? Well... For your kids' ages? uh, I would think so. Teenage boys. Yeah. And their mum. And their mum. Exactly. I mean... Are they different with their dad? Uh, not really. I mean, they will go down... We've got, a like, a makeshift home gym. Um, and they go down there every day. They kind of... They'll sometimes go down there all together, sometimes two of them. Sometimes they'll go individually. It's just whatever they feel. But everyone has kind of, like, in my family, everyone... I feel like everyone's just... Matt's different, but the three kids and I are very similar, I think, in that we we actually enjoy our own company. Yeah. And I'm quite happy to be in my own little world and each one of them is quite happy to be in their own little world and we and we just allow each other to do that because we get it. It's not offensive, it's not disappointing, it's not sad, it's it doesn't feel like missed opportunity because we're all quite happy. I mean, Alaska's probably the one that's the most feral out of all of us. I I would probably become, I would probably be the second most feral one because I'm not working as much anymore. Like I've basically cut back 85% of my workload. Wow. So I didn't realise. Mm, so I'm only doing my coaching clients and maybe two or three one-on-ones a week. And that is huge to take away from me because it's my identity it's a huge part of my identity and where I get my energy from and my vitality and my joy and my service it's a huge part of who I am and I'm not tapping into that um 
obviously anywhere near as much as I normally would. So I think I can be quite feral, but it's more like um, <laughs> I feel useless, not useless, but I feel like... Um, I feel like I've got so many things that I want to do, but I can't do any of them. And I and like yeah. I want to do all of them, so I'm not doing any of them. There's too many things I want to do that I am not doing any because I'm almost spending all of my energy on thinking about what I want to do that there's no energy to actually do it. <laughs> and then at the same time just surviving each day with some sanity. I know. And just looking at the same place like I'm ready to just sell and move just because I'm bored of looking at the same (laughs) shit it's like I've been redecorating I said to Alaska the other day let's call dad and get him to go and get some paint and we'll paint your room maybe we'll do a mural and it's like oh god I can't me paint a mural no freaking way but that's how bored I was (laughs) at staring at the same colored walls like we've got to do something yeah yeah I'm sure everyone's nodding because we're all feeling it, especially if we've all been in lockdown, for sure. And TV just doesn't cut it. I mean, I'm not a big TV person at all. Um, Don't lie, Miss Beverly Hills Housewives fan over here. Yep. I know. I'm the newest fan and I am a little bit shocked um, when I just disclosed that to you off air. Thank you very much, Tracy Dimitch, but that's okay. I can deal with that. There is like no secrets between me and our like audience here, but how many years behind am I? Like at least seven? Yeah. Because <laughs> I've just started. I think I started watching that when Alaska was born and she's eight. Okay. Yeah, right. Well, that would make sense, Yeah. really. <laughs> it's amazing. I can't believe it. Ugh, I'm still traumatised by Golden Girls reruns from when Lucy was born <sighs> and obviously they were complete reruns but it was almost a little bit of um, comfort because I'd seen them as a young kid and then I'd just sit at home for the first time ever, like not working or whatever and waiting for my baby to wake up and scream at me all over again watching <laughs> Golden Girls. That sounds like a really bad movie. It, Yeah, it, it wouldn't be the most pleasant movie the first time around with my first baby. It was not chillaxing at all. Well, I'm pretty sure that <laughs> it, COVID lockdown for... Sydney and the greater areas of New South Wales, the regional areas, I'm pretty sure we would make some pretty shitty movies at the moment. Yeah. It'd be like Groundhog yeah, Day. The and movie. that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, we're just surviving. We're just getting through and we're trying to do our best, I suppose. Yeah. And some days we can do more than other days and, and it's all okay. Well, on the fir- in the first two weeks, I was only thinking about this this morning when I was cleaning something. Um, like, so before COVID lockdown happened here, um, we had a cleaner come every fortnight for a few hours just to do the bathrooms and the floors so that I knew that they were going to be done and I didn't have to stress about it or get resentful about it or grow mold. So... Um, yep. And I've got teenage good. boys. Like that toilet needs needs some attention almost daily. So um, yep. 
the cleaners stopped coming when we went into lockdown, but the the first two weeks the they came in that in the first set of the two weeks. And I remember being so bored at home for two weeks that I actually helped the cleaners clean and I cleaned the walls. <laughs> I sugar soaped the freaking walls with my cleaners and I was bald back then and that was like two months ago and now I'm just like I can't be fucked cleaning the other day um what was it I can't even remember what it was that I was cleaning off but I just grabbed a baby wipe and went yeah that'll do and just cleaned it I'm like nah I'm I'm (laughs) over this cleaning business that novelty has worn off I am done (laughs) talk to me about your kitchen and your teenage boys eating everything and cooking everything oh my god so in lockdown, both boys have decided, and because my kids are fairly, previous to lockdown, fairly active children, like some kind of sport activity or uh, extracurricular activity every single day, sometimes twice a day. And obviously lockdown is a huge challenge for all of us because we are go, 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 and burning energy and um, staying fit and healthy and strong. And so they've both, two boys have gone from doing six, seven days a week of boxing, like proper boxing, fighting boxing and um, football. Yeah, with and trainers the gym. and everything. Yeah, and now to doing nothing. And same with Alaska, like she's figure skating um, four mm. times a week. So she was on the ice for like nine hours a week and up at five o'clock in the morning, three days a week. And, you know, it's just so much. But now that they're home... The boys have gotten really into bodybuilding because Matt and I um, have done bodybuilding competitions in the past, like natural ones. Um, And so the boys have been like really focused on bodybuilding. So we've been teaching them meal prep and we taught them about a month ago and it was one of the best things we did but also one of the stupidest things we could have done because I did my (laughs) groceries on Sunday and it cost me $420, which is a pretty standard shop for us. Um, but wow! But they're not they're not eating any more crap. So they're not eating their recess like little snacky like um, sugary or snack yeah. things because they're not burning it off. So they're like, no, we're not going to give ourselves a muffin for recess because or a protein bar for recess because we're not doing the same activity to have that amount of sugar. So they're getting really um, like I love the way that they're thinking. But what they're doing now is eating every like they're eating four meals a day and each meal has 300 grams of protein in it. So my trolley yesterday was like $260 of protein and then they have to cook it. (laughs) <laughs> and at the, the beginning they wanted me to do it. I'm like, I'm not doing it. I hate cooking. That's why your dad cooks. Like, I hate cooking. I hate it. I hate it. I would rather pack the dishwasher and unpack the dishwasher and wipe the benches down than cook. I would rather clean up after cooking than cook. That's how much I don't enjoy it. So, uh, and Luca, our middle one, luckily, thankfully, he loves to cook. The eldest one, Harley not so lucky. The other day I came home, Matt was home. It was when he was home with the two weeks off because he's a builder and Harley had made himself an omelette, but I didn't know this because I was out somewhere and I came back and Matt was out the back and I was like, babe, the house, like, why does the house smell like gas? And he's like, I can't smell it. And I was like, no, I can smell gas. And I went over to the stove and I was like, yeah, 
Everything's off, like there's nothing on. I don't know where this gas smell is coming from, but it's really bad. And then I had to quickly go back out again. I can't remember what I was doing, but anyway, I had to rush back out again. And then Matt ended up ringing me a couple of minutes later and he said, you were right, I should have probably listened to you a little bit more, but Harley had cooked an omelette and he turned the, the knob um, around, but it wasn't connected to the actual thing on the inside. And so the gas had been on the entire time since he'd cooked his omelette. Oh, wow. But oh, luck, my goodness. lucky because I turned the exhaust fan on above the stove anyway just to help soak up the gas smell, not knowing where it was coming from. And so we've had some, and he it's not the first time he's done things like that. So we've had a few like little near misses and it's been it's been fun. Wow. The other day Harley asked me if he could just boil the milk in the kettle. So that was that was cool too. <laughs> boil the milk in yeah, the kettle. Yeah, boil the milk in the kettle. So we're we're having lots of little lots of little interesting times in the kitchen, but I'm sick of cleaning it. I'm sick of there being pans <laughs> everywhere and the smell of meat everywhere and containers everywhere and little bits of rice everywhere. It's just <laughs> non-stop. It's just non-stop. And I don't eat meat. So the smell of meat in my kitchen and, and my house all the time is like, bleh, yuck. So that's the pure protein, just meat. Like you're not talking oh my God, no. protein yeah, no. powder and everything oh, else. Oh, no, they have protein powder as well. But do you know about protein farts? That they smell real bad? So bad. I am living with three of those people that create those right now. Oh, So they're eating four protein meals a day and having a protein shake every day and it's like on tap. It's like pockets. Thank you, audience. I'm sure our audience is like really happy to hear this. At least it's not like you can't smell it. Well, in turns out it's haunted. You were talking about Matt farting in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's always down to farts. <laughs> uh-huh. It's boys. But yeah, it's so it smells so bad. It's like you you kind of one of them will do one and you smell it and you move over to get away and the other one's done one and just sitting there smiling at you, waiting for you to realize it, and you're like, oh my god, I can't go anywhere to get away from this. And it's not okay. It's not even like it's funny after the fact, but at the time when you're swimming out of it, it's not <laughs> it's funny not. for you. It's, it's not, not okay. okay. It's never funny. <laughs> it's just it makes my eyes water. It makes me gag. And I have a very strong gag reflex. Yeah. So it's just it's very, mm-hmm. very unpleasant. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> And it's being able to laugh at it, right? It feels good to laugh at it, but sometimes we're not laughing. When you've got teenage boys, you kind of have to laugh. Yeah. You kind of have to. And that's, I was, yeah, well, before we hit record again, I was talking to you about, you know, all these people providing um, inspiration about being productive with your time while you're at home with your family and you know, being grateful for all this time we have to connect with our family. And sure, there's times of that. Like there is times of that when we are working and doing everything else. But it's, I don't know, I found it really hard to um, to feel grateful 100% of the time that I've got all this extra time with my family that 
half the time I'm at my wits end with just pulling my hair out with a four-year-old as well as a school age child trying to do all of that and then and then try and go to work on my days where I go to work and Matt's coming in and out on my days off. It's hard to be grateful all the time. (laughs) And not only that, like you're an essential worker and so is your husband. So you've also got to manage the, yeah, but you've got to manage the stresses that are around that in terms of the current situation. You're in, you're both in healthcare. So obviously you've got a higher risk and you've got full on um, jobs where you have to be switched on all at all times. And it's not a cruisy job that you're going to each day and, and sitting down on your ass and tapping away at a computer and kind of not really thinking too much. You've got, at the moment, you've got one of the one of the most stressful jobs out there and so and then you've got your, your two kids who every all the other kids are at home with their parents at the moment and they're not you're still at work you're my parents an essential service or an essential worker and I have to go to you know school still or you know it's mm-hmm. and then you also had Maya sick and a couple of times yeah, during the goodness, lockdown yeah, much better now, but yeah, it it was yeah there was high levels of stress when you when you lay it out like that. Yeah, there's because there's who, certainly stress everywhere. Because who looks after your children when they're sick? You do, and you're an essential service worker. So it's it's someone. It's like someone's losing. So your guilt must be like your shame and your guilt that you're feeling <laughs> must be much higher than the average person at the moment who's also experiencing just being at home all day every day feeling guilty and ashamed well uh, yeah I was about to say aren't we all that's the thing and um you're right like work is super stressful and um what we've been doing is is training professionals in how to safeguard themselves while they're doing they're really putting themselves in harm's way, you know, with potential COVID patients and they're putting, you know, we're doing training in how they can put on and take off extra um, personal protective equipment with COVID patients when they're putting in airways and everything. So that, and we're providing that training. So that means we've got to be up to scratch on what that training is and then teaching them that. So it's really, really... um, yeah, we're working with a lot of stressed, scared, highly functioning professionals and you do really have to be on the top of your game and it's um it is scary. You're right. So it's um it's a lot. Mm, Cuz in that space It's a lot to provide support for. Mm. Yeah, in that space, like I'm sure those professionals that you're teaching this to have probably got their children at home or at school because they can't be there. They've probably got their own guilt and their own shame and their own fear. Yeah. Um, but feeling kind of a bit stuck, but also that sense of duty that this is my job and I am a healer and I am meant to be in this space at this time and it's an honour to do this. But then also, what am I missing out on that other half? It's everyone. Everyone's situation is so interesting. And um, I was listening to a... Um, uh, someone that I listen to who um, is ex- extremely esoteric and extremely spiritual and very, very far, you know, far off into the distance compared to what most of us are used to talking about, especially on this podcast. But they were talking about... Sounds so cool. <laughs> they were talking about um, how... Um, 
she got into an elevator and she got into the goods lift or like the she was at a hotel and she got into the um the back lift where all the the workers would use that lift yeah and one of the workers was in there and he turned around and he said to her there are other lifts for you and her being her stopped for a second and waited because she knew that there was going to be something more and he said, but you didn't know that. So when he said there are other lifts for you, he didn't mean it in a rude kind of, oh, these hotel guests. Um, he <laughs> meant it as, but you didn't know. Like he was just letting her know in a gentle way and and he was accepting of her and he didn't need to prove a point. He didn't need to, you know, take a dig or make this older woman feel less than by, by getting in the wrong lift maybe and whatever. And she said, I turned around and I said, I know and I've been given permission to travel in this lift, but that's okay, you didn't know that. And he looked at her for a second because he didn't know who she was and she's quite well known. And he looked at her for a second and she just smiled and he smiled back. And she said it was a very pleasant experience and an exchange of a knowingness of we were just in complete acceptance. And the point of it is that you never know what gets somebody to that point of where they are and why they are there. And it's made up of so many different little choose your own adventures and at the moment, I think, yeah. like, with everything that's going on with COVID and the vaccine and, and all of the opinions of learning languages and taking time to see it as a gift and spend time and be productive or don't be productive and all the different things that people are talking about, I feel that um, people just need to shut up for a minute. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God, could everyone just stop talking about this? Like, including us, <laughs> you know, it's kind of a really, like... It's like people just like the sounds of their own voice sometimes in terms of um, saying what they've got to say and to kind of add their two cents in about what to do and why people should do it and what they're doing wrong or how it could be different or what you didn't do or what you can do. And it's starting to get to the point where our mental health or our emotional and mental um well-being is being challenged and so it's becoming personal for us and it's becoming we're easier to feel offended where we're much more easy to snap or to defend um easier to poke a poke a finger at somebody else and start a little bit of a an argument just for the sake of it to feel better about ourselves so i kind of think that um you just, you never know. If you look at Laura, you would never know that she's got all of that going on. And yet we're in the same situation as, as a, like as a, as a whole where we're both in lockdown. We're both working. You're working different to what I'm working, but both working. I've got three kids. You've got two kids. You've got a husband working. I've got a husband working. We've both got mortgages. We're, there's so much of it that's similar that's on the macro level. But on the micro level, we couldn't be any different. Yeah, good point. You have good points, Tracy. So do you. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's so true though, but it kind of reminds me of when people find out that you're pregnant for the first time and you have this barrage of opinions and advice coming from left, right and centre and it's all unsolicited as well. Well, usually, you know, and we're all just finding ourselves and finding our feet in this new scenario and everyone has a take on it and you're quite right. Um, it, It gets really loud for a while and then it's like, oh, just, you know, each to their own. It, it almost becomes really simple where you just think you just got to do what's right for you. And just... And feel okay with that. And just be a kind person and someone with compassion. Yeah. And where... Don't be a dick. Yeah. And who's who's getting your compassion and your kindness? Like random strangers on social media that, that you agree with or that you have sympathy or empathy for or... Are, are your neighbours getting that kindness and compassion or your customers or the the people that are the essential service workers that you see every day? Like who is getting... And also the government, you know, like it's going to be a little bit controversial, but, you know, <laughs> like these people, they're, this is... This is it's, it's on that even bigger macro level. Like they have no fucking idea what they're doing. No one's ever been through anything like this before. And all they're doing is, like, they have our best interest at heart. They really do. They're just humans. They're just people with partners and children and parents and sisters and brothers. And you have no idea that the pressure that it must take to stand there and be a spokesperson for all of this other stuff that has nothing to do with them and they just have to be the one that stands there and delivers it. And then you every day, every day, and then they have people asking the same questions. They have the patients to stand there and repeat themselves over and over and over again without just going, "You're a fucking douche canoe, fuck off." <laughs> douche canoe. <laughs> I've been listening too much to my favorite TikToker. <laughs> she calls everyone I love a douche your canoe. TikTok things. <laughs> oh, they just bring me so much joy. But in but that's that brings me to my point. I got a. TikTok shared with me the other day that was of our premier um, d- doing these out of COVID lockdown dances, and they were that was just <laughs> it was funny to a degree that it was just a funny thing, but it was so disrespectful at the same time. It's like, yeah, okay, come yep. on, mm. like how many of you can stand up there with? with your hair, like, not washed or coloured and you've got no makeup on, your glasses are broken, you know, you probably haven't slept very well, you've probably got a headache, you've probably got five billion things going on in your head that you've got to remember just in case someone asks you. You've got to make sure that what you're saying comes out right. Like, give everyone a break and just show people that are showing up for us, whether we agree with what they're doing or not, just have some kindness and compassion Because that's going to come back to us. You know, it's all, it's law of cause effect, law law of vibration, law of attraction, all of those three are at play there. And the way that everyone is behaving at the moment, if you're behaving in this negative and attacking and always finding the negative and always finding the problem and focusing on all of that, then you're going to be sitting in some shit for a while. Like you're, you're robbing yourself of joy during the time. If your joy is to sit down and watch, you know, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills for season one <laughs> all in one day and eat a block of chocolate and drink a bottle of wine in your trackies or maybe still in your pyjamas. You truly are psychic. You saw that, didn't you? <laughs> 
You know me so well. That's really unfair of you. That's how that's how the Barbie um, implosion occurred in in Maya's bedroom. You weren't supervising. 100%. Not at all. But thanks to you and Alaska's hand-me-down Barbie clothes that you dropped off earlier on this week. The girls have been playing together so nicely for extended periods of time, which has allowed me to watch that absolute uh, bus crash of a TV show that I cannot look away from. You're welcome. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. It's my escape. Mm -hmm. But you're so right Um, with with everything that you just said. It's just... um, it's a lot of pressure to be putting everyone under the microscope every single day, but when when people are putting themselves out there and showing up every single day, yes, that's their job, but cut them some slack. It's yeah. not an easy job. Would you do it? I wouldn't. No. Mm, I, well, I wouldn't do it with as much well. grace, let me tell you. <laughs> No, I could do it. Not at I all. I think I'd be a great spokesperson if I'm being honest, but by now I would have just told <laughs> every single one of them to pull their head in and fuck off skis. <laughs> and where does that get you? Exactly. How far would that get not, you? That's why I'm not a politician. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so amazing. Definitely not politically correct over here, let me tell you. Hence the podcast, so we can say whatever we want. Uh-huh. <laughs> what about let's just for one second, talking about sitting down and not getting out of pyjamas and eating a whole block of chocolate, I reckon I've put on about five <laughs> kilos. Same. At least. It's disgusting. Is it? Well, it is for is me. Is it just I feel... something that comes with it? No, but I feel disgusting. Yeah. I only feel disgusting when especially my four-year-old starts jiggling my tummy. (laughs) Other than that, other than that, I'm okay with it. You didn't feel disgusting when you couldn't fit into your pants the other day? (laughs) You said there's no secrets. No, I felt disgusting then. Yeah, yeah. No secrets. Thank you so much, Tracy, for remembering everything about me in my life. Hey, I listen, right? I listen. You do. You're such a good friend like that. No, I did feel disgusting. You're absolutely right. But does it stop me from actually I know. eating the chips or the chocolate? No. How bad is that? It's the same. It's like yeah. I feel disgusting. I feel like I, I I think that I haven't been this this out of control for myself <laughs> since since I was pre- like since I had Alaska. Mm. Like after being pregnant, I just feel flappy and flobby and just <laughs> all kinds of just filling up space in the wrong in the wrong areas like i just i don't feel me i don't feel me either but i i do also acknowledge that it's a passing phase it's a, it's a long phase at this point in time but i know it's not going to last forever so what are you doing storing storing for the winter yeah <laughs> Yeah, that, that's finishing. <laughs> well, we might be in it for the long haul. Who knows? Who who bloody knows? Like if a psychic doesn't know, then I sure as shit don't know. Well, I know many things, but, yeah, I, um, I'm not going to go there. 
Exactly. <laughs> and you know what? I think that's really wise. Um, I think if I was a psychic, I wouldn't want to go there. I wouldn't want to know. I wouldn't want to be almost burdened with that information that you have to hold one way or the other. I think I would choose to remain on the human side of things and just move through it like everyone else is. Well, that's it. Um, there's, yeah, there's so many um, ethics, morals, values, beliefs, integrity. It all comes into play in that situation. And no, like no two psychics are the same when it comes to looking into the future and what they'll look at. And I'm sure I've spoken about that before, but I don't, yeah. I don't, not, but not one part of me actually is curious to use my abilities to look into the future for these things. Because I have... Because you don't want to. I don't want to, but, like, I don't even ever think about doing it because I have so much faith in the order of the way that the universe and, and, and divine are delivering it. So there's no need for me to look into the future because I live in the present. I, I If I'm spending time looking into the future, then I'm taking myself away from the here and the now, and from the here and the now is where I know that I get to co-create my existence and curate curate what that looks like. So if I'm moving into the future, then I'm sitting right now in um, displeasement in terms of being impatient and not knowing and needing to know and wanting to know and um, and for what purpose, I don't know, because even if I was to say, hey, blah, 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 who's going to believe me? I'm just a psychic medium. <laughs> so it's it's not like I could just write to Gladys or to, to ScoMo and just say, hi, so I have this information and um, I think you should probably <laughs> just... up. Yeah, I think you should probably just um, organise the rest of 2021 accordingly and, and we'll be right. Like, what, what does that get me? Nothing. Yep. Yep. It doesn't even get anybody else anything no, either. Because, it doesn't. It just brings yeah. me um, more frustration, more impatience, just maybe even move me completely out of alignment because I, I'm already frustrated a lot with with the majority of people's conscious awareness around what's going on. Like, I could, I could, that would... To, to see even further would probably just make me want to just get on a rocket with Richard Branson and see you later. <laughs> I'm gone. Absolutely. I'm done. You've just reminded me something of what you just said um, and it's a reminder to all our listeners. Um, when you're talking about, you know, reinforcing things that you're thinking about and you said just now, what does that get me? More people just going, what are you talking about? And just um, to rewind the conversation a bit when we were talking about people finding fault in, say, politicians or people finding fault in everything and that just breeds more finding fault and mm -hmm. all of that sort of thing and, you know, being negative. So it is just a reminder to to be conscious of where your thoughts are at. And I know in the healthcare industry um, there is, um, well, I know I'm certainly doing a, a little bit of work towards awareness of it is our, um, like it's the gold standard to try and uh, find fault and mitigate it before it happens. So you're almost planning for the worst 
and expecting the best. So you're trying to mitigate all those risks. Um, but it gets detrimental almost when that is that just becomes your default for everything. So you're always going to the negative, even when every suggestion for moving forward and pr- progressing in anything is met by negativity or what about this or what about that? And that is, you know, they're always very valid points and you always have to cover those points. You always have to think about those points and then you have to weigh up the risk and do all the risk management side of things. Um, But when it, you know, it's a slippery slope into your whole demeanour then is just nitpicking and finding fault and that's that's your default attitude. So just being really... um, conscious of of your thought patterns um and especially like I said in the healthcare industry it's commonplace to do that because that's what we're always trying to do we're always trying to find out what's the worst case scenario and let's avoid that like dial it back and that's everyone's default um sort of way of thinking um and it sort of needs to be so, but on an individual level, it's so detrimental to the individual to think about that unconsciously when that's just your go-to. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, absolutely. I love that. I love everything about what you were saying. And because it's been such a long time that we've been in lockdown where we are, for example, and Sydney's going to have it even longer, especially if we come out at some level this week, um, which I'm not sure we will, but anyway, um, we our... our our um, our natural kind of um, filter or um, ability to have a bit of a buffer before that becomes our just our way of being is so eroded right now. Like, who has one? Who has a buffer right now? Hardly <laughs> anyone has a buffer. So I love no. I love that point. It's like we we are all kind of at the moment sitting at that. Um, that worst case scenario kind of vibe and we're all behaving and commenting and um, reacting and responding in a way that is just um, from that space as opposed from worst case scenario as opposed to best case scenario. And that's like a lot of the things like that I see, especially because people that I follow and people that follow me, we're, sit, we're usually quite like-minded. And the people that I follow, it's beautiful because they will actually only post the positive and not the negative. So they'll say like um, out of, um, so I'm going to use like different numbers just to simplify it, but out of 100 um, cases of COVID, um, one person got it, but 99 got it and one person died but 99 got it and survived and so they focus on the survival rate and they and they focus on um the um the recovery rate uh they just focus on everything that's the positive and just try and just spin the the uh attention and the focus around and it's just such a different way of receiving information into into your yeah. system, into your psyche, into your spirit, into everything when you frame something differently. You know, we were talking before um, before coming on and, you know, I like to be able to um, go really deep with this kind of stuff and spirituality and um, there's so many things that I would love our listeners to listen to and um, to explore and to think about and to sit with and to 
open up their mind and expand their consciousness. But you had a really great point, which was that we just need to be very mindful about where people are at at the moment and how they're going to be receiving that because we don't really want to be also a burden or some kind of extra thing that they're going to be sitting there holding on to that, um, that, that adds to the whole situation in a, in a negative way potentially um, when that's not what we want to do and it's certainly not what I want to do. Um, and being able to just go, you know what, right now we're going to, we've got a bit of a platform and we're going to use that platform to, um, lift the spirits of people right now and, um, go not completely off topic of what you guys usually tune in for us to ramble on about. Um, but (laughs) hopefully, yeah, but you know, just connect with everyone, just be a bit real. And you guys are sometimes so sweet to just say that it just feels like you're having a chat with some girlfriends. Um, and so this is just another one of those, but we're in extraordinary times and we're here for you guys. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, we are, we are here for you guys and we're here for each other. And it's, I love it when we get emails saying it is, you know, I feel like I know you and I feel like, you know, we are just having a chat and a catch up because it's nice. And I think that's what a massive part of this uh, podcast is about. It's about connection and it's about leveling with everybody because, here I go being fluffy, like essentially we are all one and we are all sharing this experience together and it is all about learning from one another and and being here for one another in these times. So that's a big part of this podcast as well. Mm, Absolutely. And um, don't worry because, (laughs) like, I will be delivering eventually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I'm here for it. Mm. Yeah, I because and we all are. I love mind expansion and planting seeds and provoking and doing all of that. But right now, poking and prodding and provoking is probably just not the greatest thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Tracy, it's not. <laughs> But also we've been keeping you busy. Um, what I did before we hit record, we did say that we were going to chat about the whole Turns Out Network that we started mm-hmm. just before we went into lockdown and how that experience is panning out and, and how we've been feeling about it because it's been awesome. Like, you know, we've got Turns Out It's Haunted and Turns Out She's a Witch with the beautiful Shannon Cotterell. Um, and it's it's so awesome to be expanding into those things yes it is definitely a lot more work but it's fun work so I don't even know if we could call it work it's just more time spent on things that is super cool and fun um but I must say with the turns out it's haunted I'm going to share a bit of my experience here it's uh for any long-time listeners it's no surprise that haunted stuff is not is not my favorite and it's not something I've ever been drawn to so that's really been pushing all kinds of buttons for me but it's fun and it's something to do in these COVID times I'm not learning French but I'm learning about some (laughs) freaky ass shit (laughs) 
<laughs> Thanks to Tracy over there, my beautiful best friend who just pushes all the right buttons all the time. So clearly it's good for me on some level. I don't know what yet, but I love that. I'm here for it. Next time someone says to you, I've been learning French or German or Japanese, and will be like, well, I've been learning about poltergeists and portals to hell. <laughs> yeah, and the goddess of death. <laughs> And I'm anguished. I'm an anguished woman. Yes. Have you heard about this painting that was created by mixing blood (laughs) with paint? (laughs) Let me tell you. Anyway, so that's, um, yeah. It is a lot of fun. It's interesting. It is a lot of fun. I do enjoy it. I, there's so many more ideas that I have though. It just does not (laughs) shut up. It's just this whole other podcast that I was telling you about the other day that I want to do. I, I was telling Matt about it yesterday. We went for our walk and, and he's just like, I actually really like that. I'm like, well, do you want to do it with me? <laughs> I, I seriously, because we don't make money from the podcast. So it's, no. it's a huge labor of love. And the saving grace in it is in it is that we all have so much fun when we're doing it. And yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. the research for turns out it's haunted is a bit laborious. Um, but I feel that mm. as we get better at the research, it will get much easier as well. And I think also I might start doing lots of research and just have a bit of an archive so that we can just pick from the archive, which might take a bit of a pressure yeah. off. Um, but um, I think that I think that I'm really glad that we started it. So because I know that turns out she's a witch has been received so well. It's just gone so well. And I knew Absolutely. it would because Shannon's just fucking amazing. And she's so awesome. Yeah. And it's information that I just knew people were hungry for. So it, I'm so glad that we did it through through COVID and that it's been something there for everyone. And even though Tosp took a little bit of a break. It's okay. It's got yeah. two seasons of binge. <laughs> yeah, and um, it's been good for Shannon as well to get herself out there on the next level, you know, to get familiar with the microphone and making a podcast and all of that. She's got so much amazing um, information to offer and to share and this platform really lends well to that. Mm. And also, like, for her to be able to next level her own craft and... Um, she was saying the other day that uh, she's really enjoying, she's like, I do so much of this stuff and I don't really think about it, but now that I have to think about it for the podcast, I actually really like that I can teach it. And I said, well, everyone says that when you actually master something is when you teach it. So it's like you're you're mastering your craft right now. She's like, oh, yeah, I am. So it's beautiful to That's see beautiful. her to see her really shine in that because she's loving yeah. it and everyone loves her like they just can't get enough yeah because I'm on her yeah. like we we have um, so the Instagram pages that we have so we have turns out underscore um, she's psychic turns out underscore it's haunted and turns out underscore she's a witch and I'm the sort of at the account holder for all of them but we all have access to them um and turns out she's a witch is the most popular instagram page at the moment for us it's just consistently going ping 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 on my phone that yesterday i tried to figure out how i could turn (laughs) the notifications off because it was just like oh my god (laughs) none of this stuff is for me which i don't mind at all but i'm just like man this is a lot this is a lot of stuff coming through 
but it's all beautiful. I love it. And she, I don't have access to all of that. Oh, don't you? Don't well. Don't worry. You don't need it. It's um, you're oh, gonna I'm, you're gonna be I'm, really I'm glad okay that you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. Oh, it turns out she's psychic because of the, you know, the Sunday the card, card of the week. Yes. That, that's all I've got. I'm happy. Um, that's more than enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> I am not hinting to join me up to all the others. Not at all. I like watching them though. Yeah. I think you do amazing and Shannon does amazing and I love that all three of us get on so well and I've been enjoying doing, you know, jumping in and doing the odd one with Turns Out She's a Witch because I've been getting to know Shannon even better through that too, which is fun as well. So she's a really cool chick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we've got a surprise for our listeners next week. Should we tell them? what the surprise is or should we make them wait absolutely should we no 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 tell them yeah really? because i'm super excited <laughs> yeah what if like the <laughs> shit hits the fan and something happens and it doesn't happen then it'll be postponed and we can talk about that just oh, drop it go on what, but she does she oh i'm gonna have to tell her i'm gonna have yeah, to tell her that, that to prepare for for when this episode comes out yep yeah do it. Okay. Do it. So uh, a little while ago, like at the end of season two, I think I spoke about how I had my natal chart done from my astrologist Emma V from the yeah, amazing The Wayward Co. Um, so I asked Emma if she would be interested in coming on and being a guest on the podcast to talk all things astrology, and she's coming so we're doing the interview in a few days and that is going to be our next episode of TOSP. That's so exciting. So exciting. I'm super keen. Yep. So natal charts, understanding sun, the moon, uh, just really kind of the basics behind the astrology, but I'm so excited. I can't wait. I've got so many questions to ask and I think, like Emma is um, from um, from the media, so she's she's definitely been around the traps, and she's very good at speaking. She's very engaging. She's got her own uh, social media and her own online publication called The Wayward Co, which I've written for before, which is how we came to know each other. Um, and she's just a beautiful. She's a young mum. She's just a, a beautiful spirit, um, and. I can't wait to see what she brings because I'm sure that everyone's going to just be like loving, 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 loving. Yeah, I'm already loving, loving. I'm going to see if I can try and see her beforehand so I don't take up our whole time with her just about me talking about me and my chart. (laughs) (laughs) Because that would be so embarrassing. (laughs) We might have to do like five episodes. (laughs) Yep. But there, there seriously is so much to cover in astrology, so yeah, it'd it be great. Yeah. But we'll just do a, a get to know, you know, a real kind of foundational, ask the simple questions, ask the questions that hopefully you're all thinking to ask at the same time that Laura is so good at doing. <laughs> just comes naturally. But we like that stuff too because you introduced me to that app called CoStar. And that was like ages ago when I'm sure you were still trying to figure all my details out and whether or not we could work together in a, a capacity such as podcasting and whatnot. Never, I know you, Tracy. Never. I would never do such a thing. You texted me when were you, where were you born and what time and all of 
<laughs> Only because in that app there's a feature where you can enter in your friends mm-hmm. and your lovers and your children and your colleagues and it tells you what kind of a mood they're going to be in today. <laughs> It tells you how you're going to get it on today or how you're not going to get it on today. (laughs) It's a cool app. It is. Co-star. For anyone listening. Cool bananas. Well, I think we've prattled on long enough. Do you have any... Any anything else you wanted to talk about this week, Tracy? Mm, No, I don't think so. Just I hope everyone's... um, Hope everyone is finding the the joy somewhere, somehow, some way, and trying to find a way to promote that joy. Let's exploit joy. Yeah, have a think when you start up for the day, how you're gonna continue on. And I do want to just quickly give a shout out and say thank you, and that I had so much fun on Saturday at the free Raise Your Vibe um, boot camp event. Um, it was jam packed. I jammed two days into one day and it was <laughs> of course you did it was a lot for everyone but it was awesome and you can catch some of the uh the content uh over on my youtube channel but also on my personal instagram at the moment on igtv um some audio and some videos have been uploaded onto there so yeah you can have a listen and a bit of a watch and sort of if you've never been a part of the um raise your vibe boot camp before you can have a look and you kind of get an idea of what we talk about and what we do so if you think about it next time stay tuned and we'll let you know when the next one's going to be there's always the next time there always is all right everyone and coming up also we're going to do some listener letters that we've got coming in as well so stay tuned for that okay (laughs) when my brain's not mush take care no it's all good we love you all we love you Bye. If you'd like to send us one of your ghost stories or if you have a question for me or for Laura, send us a Gmail at tospsychic at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at turns out.